Hey, you're welcome to the DWCY podcast. This is the host, Coach Yemi, and it's a pleasure to have you right here today. If you're listening for the first time, I say welcome. We're giving you a round of applause. Welcome. It's great to have you. And whoever shared you the link did you good. They did you good. So we are continuing with the Mind Reformation series on the podcast titled The Mindset and the Man, which introduces to you and then helps you navigate key areas of your of your life which your mindset is involved in which your mind your brain is involved in and this 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 ranges from um, neuroplasticity to adversity to trauma to love to relationships to finance to decision making 2024 is power packed and we're tapping into that and helping you navigate it too this is a mind-blowing session into transformational series and today's topic is the concept of neuroplasticity but then i want you to guess who we have in the building i want you to guess who's gonna be hosting or co-hosting the show he's a guest actually he's not hosting <laughs> we have with us dr tochuku mcfoy he is a man full of insight, full of wisdom. He's a doctor, a professional. He's a global creative. He's the founder of Same Energy and Energize Music. He is so dear to me and he was just the perfect person to bring into this episode. And I made sure that it worked. I waited, I didn't mind. And I'm just so happy. This is going to be awesome for you and for me too, for all of us listening. And I want you to pay key attention because things are gonna be shared today that will change your life if you are able to adopt them intentionally. So we're gonna get right into the session. Sit tight, relax. We've got you all true, all true. Share this link with someone because you need to share the experience. You need to share the experience. So in a minute, we're going to get right into it and just just bring out a journal because you know now, you know how we roll. You know how we roll. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Uh, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you doing, Amy? Come on, coach me now. <laughs> Dr. Foy, it's, it's such a great privilege. Thank you very much. I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm very honored. Very, very honored. So, um, this, this particular episode is, is about neuroplasticity. Okay. And I think one, one thing that made me really interested in, um, in neuroplasticity is, is how that is, has helped me. Okay. And I know that it is it is true and it's it contributes a great deal to dealing with a whole lot, a whole lot of things. Uh, trauma, life, even even spirituality. Yeah. So one thing that I that I would be needing you to do today is to help us establish or to just give um insights on, on what you think about neuroplasticity. So there are some questions that I have written to to just guide us on how the framework of the of this session should go to okay. of, of how this session should go. So okay. I'll, I'll start. 
but first of all i just want you to give me or give us a like a general overview of the concept of neuroplasticity what is it and how is it possible so the idea is that your brain can be rewired it can yeah. change so your neuroplasticity is, is a concept that that the divine helped us with basically mm-hmm. There was a wrong notion that our brain are like computer hardware is known. Yes, your brain is a framework, but it's also very dynamic. So your neurons, the neurochemicals in your brain, the yeah. all the so I won't go very scientific, I'll go more simple. All the synapses, everything in your brain can change. It can expand. It can actually I've seen people who in university were in certain way after university is set like they changed completely mm. and they changed based on the concept of neuroplasticity is that your brain can be rewired your brain can change the chemicals in your brain the chemicals in your brain can 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 be hacked to so like brain hack mm. can be yeah. hacked like brain hack and the reason why this yeah. is possible is because of a few things while we talk, I'll go right. But the the core thing about about this is that most of our choices are emphasized by chemicals in the brain. So depression, mm-hmm. for example, is emphasized by cortisol. Oxytocin mm-hmm. is a love hormone, warmth. Yeah. It emphasizes joy. So if you can adapt behaviors to emphasize a particular chemical it can override other chemicals in your brain so your brain is the your brain the truth is that with behaviors you can hack your brain i call it behavior cytical you know this pharmaceutical behaviors with right behaviors you can have your brain. Behaviors can change neurochemistry. Neurochemistry mm. can change synaptic works and it can change neuroplasticity. Wow. That is mind-blowing. <laughs> the first time I actually heard about neuroplasticity was from a book okay. um, by Jim Quick. Then I had to, I was so curious. I was like, what is neuroplasticity? How is it possible that things can change? And I now started to make more research. That was yeah. like two years back. Two yeah. years back. And then I started to practice. Practice, yeah. practice. Man, it's it's just it's it's mind blowing. So now my next question will be, um, since you have established the fact that we we're not really the ones making decisions, or should I should I say emotions are one key thing that drives us to making decisions as humans. So how does neuroplasticity shaping a man's behavior or the overall quality of his life okay so a lot of what we are we learned a lot so there's the argument of nurture and nature nurture and nature mm-hmm. but a lot of what we are we learned we learned by subconscious Framings led by family. Mm-hmm. We learned by observation. The human, 
the human mind observes and learns. We learn by environmental adaptation. We learn. Yeah. So a lot of what we have learned. We even learned our emotions. We even learned so our emotions. We learned it from religion. We learned it from parenting, secondary school, primary school. We learned our emotions. What is emotion? An emotion is the energy you the energy you you pass after the action. Emotion. So after the action, energy, how you react, how you how you react and how you respond. They're all emotions. And you oh. learned everything. You learned it. You learned it. So for a man, most of what we learned it's not this year we learned it or 10 years ago. Mm. So for example, compound knowledge. 1,000 years. 1,000 mm. years. It even, it, it, it even stays in our DNA. Let me try to explain in simple terms. There was a time on earth, humanity, where men had to be defenders. No technology, wolves will come to your home, in your mat, yeah. and carry a spear and kill the wolf. There was a time in humanity, the ice age, where men had to go and and find coal. There was a time in humanity where wild animals lived also. They must indoctrinate a man into mm-hmm. strong. So being a man is not a hundred years lesson. It's a one thousand years lesson. Be a man, be strong, it's a thousand years. And it's been evolving. Now, when I'm in an era where a woman and a man can stay together because there's technology, there's there, yeah. there's missile, bomb, there's camera, security camera, there's AI. So be a man now has to change for you. Because by in those days, to be a man, you must be a warrior, factor. Now, to be a man, it's evolved. This means your emotions will evolve. But like I said, behavior, behavior, pharma, behavioral, behavior pharmacy, the behavior pharmacy, your behaviors can change your behavior. Some say 21 days, some say 40 days. Some say mm. one days, some say 40 days. Um, I'll say do both, but consistent behavior for a particular regimen can change uh, our behavior. Mm. Okay, so I just I okay. No, no, I wanted to add to this just for clarity's sake because if people hear man, me using man is not just talking about the masculine gender. Okay, humanity. Okay, man's like humans in general. It's both. both, Yeah, it's both. It's both. So for for women to, it came from that too, from that journey, of women had to nurture, women had to mother. So it's it's not a this uh, who we are this starts hundred years ago started years and years ago and it's been evolving but this evolution it won't change mm-hmm. in a day it won't change in a day the only thing I have noticed and I'm very sincere with you what actually halts neuroplasticity is insight a lot of human beings don't know how to think and introspect a lot. 90, a lot of people don't know how to introspect or think, look within. So it's very hard 
to have neurochemistry and your neural system change. That's the that's the real problem. Wow, yeah. It's 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 brain work a hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. And this 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 just it, it connects to the next question. Thank God. <laughs> so does mindfulness and meditation, mindfulness and meditation, uh, influence neuroplasticity and um, the overall mental well-being of a person? Hundred percent. Hundred. How how does it? Hundred percent. So your 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 mind is the gateway to a lot of things. Mm. Mind is the gateway to a lot of things. Um, choices, esteem, esteem, so yeah. how you esteem yourself, um, a lot of things. And most of us don't know how because of suffering because of shame, because of brokenness, because of life, trauma, we mm. just cannot sit in our mind. Because if you actually sit with your mind, you would have to face experiences, memories. So memories and moments are what make our mind. But to be mindful, we must be able to accommodate the tough memories. Yeah. The tough moments. So mindfulness helps with one mm. observing patterns, observing patterns. Two, which is very, very, very key, imagination. 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 Yeah. Is one of the most important things in university. Imagination. Seeing what you can become, and having a image of it for a long time to become it. Mm. So what mindfulness does is that first of all it permits you to believe. Okay. So first of all you introspect, you see the last. Mm. So it permits you to believe. It permits you to say you know what is possible. Let me give you an example. I've I've read many cases in sports, many cases in sports. Mm-hmm. For example, in Usain time, when he ran the quarterfinals, and he, I think he, he beat the ten second, he was like nine point seven second, nine point nine point nine nine second. In the semi-final, three people beat the nine point nine nine. Three people beat it because when the mind can see it's possible, the hormones, the everything needs to work in your favor. Your, yeah, it's like everything is now in agreement. Yeah, it's called congruence. Your mm. adrenaline, the dopamine, everything in your body begins to believe in you. You get the point. Now, mindfulness is where that is like, is where is the cooking pot. But mm. it was like distraction, noise, affects the, affects the, so make, Make it done. Let it done. It takes time for you to do. It takes time. Mindfulness is that that framework where you keep, you add your emotions, your hormones, your focus, your drive, your optimism, all together. Yes, yeah, so it's so imagination. Ah, 
You've seen it, seen it to a point where everything in you begins to be more time to see. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Then I, I also want to ask, uh, this will be the fourth question. Can traumatic experiences, trauma, bad experiences affect neuroplasticity? Um, do they make neuroplasticity less, um, what's the word? Do they make you work less or what yeah. effects do they have on neuroplasticity? So, so neuroplasticity is, is a possibility in a particular part of your life. So, for example, some some people say you can't be an entrepreneur. Yeah. Mm. Then you start working on it, and then your mind begins to change. You can't talk to mm. You can't be um, you can't be a nice husband. Yeah. So it's not it's it, it has a focus. Yeah. Some say you are fat, you can't be slim. So it has a focus. The problem with trauma is that the trauma does three things for you. One, it, it disarms your energy to begin with. So mm. you can be a great father but a bad husband because of trauma. Yeah. Because all you saw was the, it is, it is impossible to be a good husband. Mm. All you learned. So trauma, trauma, trauma and university are specific and subjective to particular parts mm. Of growth, it's not everything. Some people are great at this, but bad at this. Some people are great at this, bad at this. Bad at this. So, trauma holds imagination, trauma holds possibility, trauma, trauma brings about negative chemical releases in your possibility scheme. Control mm. fear, they hold you back. Control fear, like fear, fear hormone. You want to try trauma. Some people, for example, yeah. they have physiologic tremors when they, they meet a particular um, situation. I know, I know somebody who literally has tremors when it's time for, to go for interviews Ooh. because of a trauma. Yeah. yeah, because of something happened to them when they were younger. The, the, the interviewer broke them like you are useless your brain is your fish brain and yeah i know so, I, I know somebody who hasn't been able to like so those things are real but what do they do they bring back anxious feelings um, oh. um bad neurochemicals or that are antagonistic to what you want to become so trauma and what is trauma Trauma are the things that happen to you when bad and the trauma are trauma are the results the effect the what happens to you when bad things happen to you. What it's not it's not the bad thing, it's how you be, what you become when it happens to you, the bad things. And the that happens for you. So the bad things that happen to you, what you become. And the good things that happen for you, what you become. Complete the game. The bad things that happen to you, what you become. What it comes to is trauma. And the thing mm. that ends, you want you your, your hopes and aspirations, when it happens to you, what you come to. So most people always think trauma, traumas can traumas are all are only about people's that on you. No, your dreams can traumatize you. Um mm. 
um, um, delayed dreams, hopes that didn't happen can be even the worst trauma. It's not only mm. about it's not only about like your mom was not there, your dad wasn't there, or cousin wasn't there, or the abuse was used to you. That's 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 there's one of I wanted to become this. I didn't I didn't become this. That's the worst of trauma because those ones, those ones, you can't blame anybody. You say I'm not, yeah. I'm useless. Yeah, hey, that's the worst. And if you go to therapy, a good therapist can now show you the other parts of why you didn't get it. It wasn't only your inadequacy, tiring, competition, personal bias of the years. Yeah. So you you said something that 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 struck a chord. You said uh, sometimes trauma can be our dreams. So does it mean that even good good things can traumatize you? That did happen. So good things. Good things that, that didn't happen. happen. So are the good things that did happen? They can. Of course. Wow. That's why. That's why we have to be careful with religion. Because religion, not well trained, promises you a lot of, a lot of results, and when mm. it doesn't happen, mm. it's the worst kind of trauma. Yeah. That's that's why Africa is this way. We're very religious, so and religion brings a, a huge amount of hope, which is not bad. But if it doesn't happen consistently, you begin to mm-hmm. not believe, and that's the worst. Part. Okay. Wow. Oh my. I get that. A hundred. A hundred. So, are there are there misconceptions about neuroplasticity? Because honestly, one thing I know is that many people don't even know that such a thing exists. Yeah. They might have been doing it. But they don't know that it actually exists and they're not doing it intentionally. So I want to know if there are misconceptions around neuroplasticity. They are I think the I think in, in our climate in Africa, the, the the biggest issue is we outsource a lot of things to religion. Only God can change you. Only so ah, only God can change you. <laughs> that's the and, and, and that's not a lie. That's not, that's not a lie in a sense. But you can change you because you were made There's like a level of truth to it. Yeah, but you were made like God. You were made like God. Yeah. And so you can, you can also change you. So the, so I'll say in our climate in Africa, it's the, the in our climate the teachings have made people um, have teachings have disempowered people on the possibilities of their choice and will because of. Mm. And, and and it's a thin line, so I'm very careful. But um, that's the that's the biggest misconception. Now people are not need to know the scientific name, new plasticity. That's that's why that's it. We don't need to know that. But the idea that you can change your mind, you can wire your brain. That's the part we need to know. Hmm. Okay. All right. So. 
awesome but yeah how does how does neuroplasticity um, neuroplasticity affect emotional intelligence i have i have five things i want to know how they affect well first let's let's start with uh, emotional intelligence um emotional intelligence for me is also very subjective and i'm explaining this so, so the brain has to work based on situations mm-hmm. based on situation and a person that understands that you can wire a brain becomes observant at particular because emotional intelligence is not is not a thing that you have as a certificate it's a thing that you have as a practice per situation so those who understand that thing of this is who I am such a bad thing it's not me that's that's you know, that's, that's not how the brain is that's not how the brain the brain is dynamic it is also as much as it is stable it's dynamic so those who, those who practice the rewiring of the mind of the body handle situations better and we begin from this situation you observe and then when you make a mistake in a particular situation you can introspect and the next time they are more empathetic intelligent in the next situation so it's subjective but it helps you observe respond observe respond and you respond right to every situation wow wow so now let's let's talk about adversity how does how does it affect adversity it makes or how can we use neuroplasticity in, in terms you, of adversity it gives you perspective adversity adversity is measured by perspective by perspective if you some people if they flash their car you will say i think what they make me this perspective <laughs> it's it, it gives you perspective handles adversity perspective when you can measure some people they bash their car is not adversity they have one billion <laughs> it's not adversity. It's insurance. It's insurance. Some people they lose a they lose a family member. They say, "Oh, the, the, the van has taken them home." Go and rest. It's perspective. You rewind your brain gives you the chance to have perspective. Perspective has it. Well. Yeah. Wow, sir. So now let's let's say in relations to um, pressure, pressure and decision making. It, um, what it does for you it gives you tenacity. Mm, tenacity. tenacity. So so everything about life, honestly, is about perspective. Um, for example, I, I know people who are so disciplined, so disciplined. Because you understand that if they are disciplined now, we will reach the future. Like what you, you saw now, you will reap later. But it's all based yeah. on perspective. Like your brain, the strength of your of your brain is based on the knowledge you have. So mm. yeah, it's not your brain yeah. on information, not not yeah, so it's perspective. So those who are, those who 
pressure, they they they're able to tell themselves stories. Yeah. They're able to create scenarios saying that this life is a story. Even Jesus is a story. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so how about in taking risks? Um taking risks and building resilience. Yeah. Some people are risk takers and they can fall from their risk. Yeah. So in, in terms of risk taking and resilience. Yeah. I'll say that those who are new, those who those who engage their mind don't see risk as risk. Mm. They don't see risk as risk. For example, um, there's a thing about so for so let me give you an example. For those who those who know, know they don't know. Those who actually know life, know yeah. they don't know. You know that life is about many, many possibilities happening at once. Yeah. Time and chance, moments. So they so with with a, with, with a, I'll call I'll call those who are um, who understand brain wiring. I'll call them emotionally robust. Yeah, they are, mm. they are emotionally strong. They are always educating their emotions. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that those people risk for them is a calculated information based on parameters they've experienced by stretching their mind. Mm. Oh, this is this is awesome. Now, I I want to ask if a person wants to adopt neuroplasticity starting today because many people definitely would want to adopt it from now what might be the challenges they will face despite knowing that oh it has to do with your neurons connecting much more of your imagination your emotions the hormones in your body what challenges will they face on their way or on their journey to using neuroplasticity for good i would i would flip it and say it is challenging. Mm. I'll flip it. It's challenging. So the real question, the real question for me will be, but the real answer will be, will be you need to see the end goal to start it. Yes. Yeah, so mm. Have you seen how much you can become? Have you seen your potential? Have you seen the possibility at the end of this journey? When you see mm. it, it educates you and strengthens you. To go on the journey, it is challenging. It takes time, yeah. it takes you, it takes a lot of mindfulness, imagination, writing down, affirmation, a lot of things. So it, it, is, yes. it is challenging. But for example, a lot of a lot of the things that I, I've I've changed, I've forgotten, I'm no more, I used to be very restless and I've, I've cut that out of my life. I used to be not very regimented, kind of more um, in the white because I knew that. I had to be better parents to my two daughters. Yeah. That was the that was the I knew I had to be. The end of that is a great one. So I put in the work. So so let's so it's challenging, but you must now see the, the beauty at the end and then work on it. Hmm. Yes. I think after now I'm going to share like my personal experience with practicing this. It's just going to give so much context to what you have said. And now my last question, which yeah. is one, that question, 
I, I was the one who wrote it there. <laughs> so, what do you think God thinks about neuroplasticity? Um, I think that God is the one that gave us the potential of becoming. Mm-hmm. So, let, let's simplify it. Neuroplasticity is a gift from God that yeah. you, you can be born in poverty, in a bad environment, in a disadvantageous circumstance. You might make mistakes, but you can change the wire of God. It's a gift. It's a gift from God. It is the possibility of God. God said, I will put in your brain the potential to become all you can become. What is major? Hmm. So it's, it's a gift from God. It was designed by God. God is pleased with it because he knows that it's, it's one key tool that you can use to bring yourself out of any situation because it starts with your mind. Anything. And it can also end with your mind. Anything. 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 That's awesome. <laughs> now, that was amazing. Oh my God, emphasis on the zing. Because that was Dr. Foy, and he gave us explanations. He literally broke down neuroplasticity and all the important things you need to know about it to even get started so these questions that i asked were personally crafted from a to z and they're not much questions about nine questions but they they are capable of just giving you the start that you need and and just making your your dreams come true making you heal from trauma making you heal from past experiences making you learn to shaping your behavior to change your lifestyle to change the whole trajectory of your relationships and your love walk even your entire relationship with god neuroplasticity is very powerful it is very strong and i have promised to share my own experience but before i go into then uh, into that rather i want to share one thing i want to give an answer to one question that i am getting right now and it says that are there lifestyle factors that encourage neuroplasticity for example foods sleep diet and exercise i would say yes and um i'm saying yes to sleep i'm saying yes to diet i'm saying yes to exercising i remember there was this podcast episode um can can life really be balanced yeah something in in that line can life really be balanced on on the same gwcy podcast and i said how much exercise helps me to stay jiggy and to stay happy especially in the morning time so my most preferred exercise time is in the morning and whenever i have my morning runs or my morning jogs mostly i'm always inside my house i i before then i had not gone to the gym but before now i had not started going to the gym so i used to do my exercises at at home and they were really helpful those are times i was changing my life changing my thoughts i spent a whole two years changing things about me changing things about the way i think changing things about the way i process changing things about the entire traumatic experiences i have had in the past and it was worth it so when i discovered that exercises really help i started to giving much 
more attention to how my body moves while I'm exercising. One thing about yoga that I like specifically is how yoga helps you to be mindful about your body. Yoga helps you to pay attention to your body. So you see, they'll tell you, oh, pay attention to your body as you breathe. Paying that attention to yourself is so healthy because while taking in the deep breaths, you can tell when you're uncomfortable. You can tell when you're beginning to, to fear that ah, this position is too hard for me. And then you get to just pay attention and maybe take it slow when you're supposed to take it slow or be fast when you're supposed to be fast. When paying attention to my breathing in, in exercising, it just helps me embrace myself much more i think many of us need to need to learn to embrace ourselves in any activity that we 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 get involved in so channeling your mind into it not just exercising because you see it on the internet or you think oh you are so focused on losing weight or you're so focused on adding weight you're so focused on lifting that you do not listen to your body that is one way you can actually practice neuroplasticity and yes exercise helps a lot diet helps a lot because there are some foods that are great for your brain talking about walnuts a um, little bit of groundnuts bananas are great for your brain they contain great level of potassium rice is good for you too mostly good for the body it gives energy so it's advised that you also have vegetables because they put um, they contain b vitamins meat also contains b vitamins but some people are vegan so they do not eat meat but then you can always not do the guesswork. I, I figured out what works for me. I figured out what doesn't work for me. What gets my stomach upset? What makes me visit the loo a hundred times? <laughs> I've noted all those things. And I know that I'm definitely not going to be doing them often. Right? Except I just want to go on some guilty pleasure kind of thing. But I don't think anything that hurts you is pleasurable. So don't, don't just do that. You can always visit a nutritionist to help you plan out your diet don't do the guesswork yourself so yes and sleep sleep is very important that is another factor that was um that was asked about sleep is very important because when you sleep your neurons actually gather the neurons in your brain actually gather and they help process and keep the info the information that you are gaining so sleep is very important when you read as a student when you're reading it's actually very important that you sleep. Don't stay up and watch Netflix. Netflix is good, it's fun, it's chill, especially now that it's the rainy season. Rain is currently falling and you can always just plug it in and relax. But when you watch a movie, if you're trying to learn from it, when you're reading your book, as long as you're trying to learn from something, intentionally this time around, like intentionally, sleep, sleep, do not stay awake, sleep. When you read, you can read for 30 minutes, take a 10 minute break, take a walk, come back to your book. Don't read for hours. You wouldn't process that way. But when you take a break, your brain collates the information that you have gathered and it just, it just makes it, woo, like it just makes it stored in your brain. It makes it stored. That's why you see that there's some memories you forget or there's yeah, memories of things you've read that you forget, but some that you keep. Those were the ones that your brain was able to keep for you in a permanent storage. So yes, uh, these are my answers. And my neuroplasticity journey started um, when I was trying to heal from trauma, family hurts, church hurts. I was going through a whole lot, abuse, 
emotionally uh, in 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 a whole lot of ways emotionally physically many ways all the ways that a person can be abused actually so there are many reasons why i shouldn't be who i am right now why i shouldn't be doing what i'm doing right now because there are many excuses i could give there are so many excuses i could give but i i just knew that there was so much more that i could do if i chose to step out of this this pattern because it's something that was repetitive around me people getting abused sexually people getting insulted physically it was a whole lot and i was like this cannot be the end trust me i was much more sober right now i'm energetic <laughs> i was like this cannot be the end there's so much more that i can get there's so much more that i can do and i just started to go on a journey of mindfulness so it was mindfulness first being mindful of my thoughts oh right now i'm thinking i'm not good enough right now i'm thinking i can't do this right now i'm thinking i can't even pass my examinations then i start to figure out how to change those things and i stumbled upon affirmations learning it the scriptural way actually which is the most powerful way ever learning it it's the scriptural way and not just reciting scriptures but actually internalizing i'm not gonna just say oh i'm a royal priesthood how do royal priesthoods dress how do royal priesthoods think oh i'm a success i have a success mentality are you sure you have that how are you currently thinking what do you currently think about adversity don't you know that in times um, whether you're, you're facing adverse situations that is a time where you have to come on step back step back i see failure but i'm not a failure i see failure but that's not who i am it's feedback it means i'm doing something wrong it means something can be corrected you step back you're mindful about the situation you think about it and then transformation sets in little by little that's how you started to, you start to develop strategies in quote for yourself because your strategies are unique to you and what works for you might not work for any other person but just you because you are you and you you're just different so practicing mindfulness helped me a whole lot and a part of that was taking affirmations a part of that was being super conscious of what's going on in my mind being super conscious of who i let speak to me because i noticed that the words of people that i love either hurtful or either um, beautiful matters a lot so i i now began to filter the people that i listen to the people that i talk to how much access i give people to myself i'm mostly locked in i'm mostly locked in <laughs> and it's just beautiful because i know that i'm in control of my mind and my emotions they do not control me i know how to use them right even when traumatic experiences happen i take a step back off social media off work off deep work not totally off work but i always just take time to myself to think and to figure out what i can restructure to mend my wounds and then leave the rest for my thoughts to do it so there's a limit to which you struggle in life if you can just channel your mind and make good use of your brain the brain is a powerhouse it's so powerful but you need to understand it in order to assess it and in order to make great use of it of all that comes with it so this is the concept of neuroplasticity and it is that your brain is capable of going through a rebirth your brain is capable of creating new experiences new feelings even though you've been heartbroken a hundred times you can love again that's one reason why i'm always full of love 
Do you think people do not hurt me? People hurt me. People do. I've gone to heartbreaks too. Do you understand me? But when I see that this has happened, and I do not want to live in hurt, I do not want to live in regret, I take a step back and I change things. I change things and you can do that too. So things can be rewired, things can be changed. You can forgive. Forgiveness can be learned. Because when you let forgiveness in, you're helping your own self. You're not necessarily helping the other person, although the other person benefits from it at the end of the day, but the whole process starts with you and takes place in you. So you have to change the way you think about that person first. Not make up excuses for them, but actually know that yes, they did you wrong. But for the sake of yourself and for your own growth and transformation, you are choosing to let go and just let things slide and forgive them intentionally. Not that you then pass aggression to their friends or then you damage your relationships because you do not want to forgive. Forgiveness is not that hard. It's just what you think about it. If you think it's hard, then it's gonna be hard. If you think it's easy, then it's going to be easy because you heard Dr. Foy. He said, when you think about it, everything in you just aligns because you're like, okay, we have a leader now. We gotta follow him. We're gonna follow him. So you have to stand in your mind and be solid. Many of us just need our minds to work according to where we want to go to. You have big dreams, but your mind is not even dreaming the dream that you are dreaming. So I don't know what part of you is dreaming, but it's definitely not your mind dreaming the dream. <laughs> so you need to actually tap into the power of your mind. There is so much to cover. There is so much to talk about. But these are the aspects that will change your life. And from today, I want you to actually embrace it intentionally. This is not a time will tell kind of thing. This is not a... I'm a see, I'm a see where it leads me kind of thing. This is something that you adopt intentionally. So now I have mentioned affirmation, mindfulness, um, and yeah, constant learning, read, speak to yourself, take some time off social media. You are consuming information a lot, but you're not processing it. If you can spare some minutes in a day to just think about yourself, just sit down sit down don't even try to think just sit down close your eyes and just be in a restful state you'll begin to see the things your mind is full of you'll begin to see it no rice jollof fried rice men women the market the hiking the inflation brokenness brokenness you begin to actually see the things that are really in your mind that are resting in your subconscious hurts trauma you see them so just relax Put yourself in that position, pen down the things that you see, pen down the images, pen down the emotions, pen down the feelings, every single thing, map them out. Do it consistently and then notice patterns of thoughts that are repetitive. I am giving you one key thing that is so powerful. Please practice it and give me feedback. You know my socials, Kotiemi, just give me feedback. <laughs> so it's, it's powerful. And when you then see that, oh, you are thinking of this thing too much, oh yeah, now, you know that you have to change it. If it's, if it's something negative, you have to change it. If it's something great, you enforce it, empower it, give it strength, back it up with good words, back it up with constant thoughts of great things, right? 
you know the, the scriptures support neuroplasticity being transformed by the renewal of your mind what do you think the renewal of your mind is think about it <laughs> neuroplasticity might just be what you need to get your 2024 going and even years and years and years and years to come it's it's something that is it's an idea that is transgenerational it's 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 a thing that works it's actually a thing it's it's so solid and it's so tangible and this 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 was intentionally talked about so that you can control the trajectory of your mind of your life of many things that concern you adapt this thing adapt to this thing adopt it take it serious all right thank you for listening to this podcast episode this is coach yami the host of the gwcy podcast it's a pleasure to have you listening do subscribe on spotify and the podcast is available on all streaming platforms in the world internationally nationally but majorly in nigeria we use spotify and apple podcast so do check them out follow and follow us on our social media at gwcy global yes <laughs> and i'll see you in the next episode do not miss it because this is a six series long episode titled the mindset and the man it's so powerful it contains every single strategic area of life that is absolutely 100 percent influenced by the mind and how it works stay tuned and i'll see you in the next episode